this is the I Don't Want to Fit In podcast. I'm Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place where I help fellow misfits and black sheep create freedom on their own terms. This podcast is all about other stories of not staying in the box, living lives that are out of the normal. Okay, before we get into the meat of the episode, I want to jump in here because this is the beginning, kind of the beginning of the season two of this podcast, which I am so excited about. I kind of, it morphed its way around a couple of times, but I wanted to talk about my book I wrote called Living Off the Hustle. It's talking about running one or multiple side hustles, whether you do it on top of a, a job or instead of a job, or you do enough side hustles that it makes a full-time living for you, just so you can have more freedom, more time, more money to do stuff that you want to do in life and not feel like you have to sacrifice so many other things just to do it because your regular job doesn't give you all that time and space and freedom. You can you can find the ebooks as well as the print options online and any retail store, even a lot of the um Independent bookstores out there have them. Probably not in store, but you can always order them online or you can ask them to order for you for you to pick up or ship for you. Living Off the Hustle is already out. I'm so excited and happy about it. Okay. So with all the shit that's went down, which I don't think I need to explain what shit it was, a lot of people working from home, which I feel like a lot more people should be able to. Whether it is full-time, part-time, just giving the option of not having... To go into traffic, not having to get up extra early so you can get up and get ready, get your kids ready, and get into traffic, and get somewhere and find parking. I mean, if you live in a downtown, there's so much. I mean, parking's expensive. I almost, I rarely go downtown anymore because I don't, I don't like paying for parking. Makes me so mad. But there are certain things a lot of people did not realize that you get when you are working from home. I cannot remember, oh my god, it got me so mad. I I have been searching for weeks trying to find this. Whether it was another podcast episode I listened to or an article or something else, but they called it the deadly quiet phase. And it's kind of the phase where you're working from home and it's just everything's so quiet. You don't have your coworkers around. There's no place you can go walk for the water cooler or the kitchen and everything else to hang out with to just chat with someone real quick if you have a question or just to take a quick break. You don't even like see people on the way to the restroom or in and out going to lunch. There's that deadly quiet phase, which I've noticed for myself because I've, I've worked from home before this all happened. And it kind of, it can get bad some days, especially when I have certain times where I don't even leave the house for several days because like, all I literally did was left the house to walk the dogs. I don't see anybody because it was everyone else is at a job. <laughs> Except for me. I'm just at home. I do work. But it's nice to be able to, when I feel like it, I'm going to go walk the dogs for 15 minutes at, like, 10 o'clock. So the thing is, is how to beat that phase, how to not feel like you're going crazy or feeling so alone. Because even as an introvert, there were times I just, it wasn't, it wasn't very good for me because I had no one to talk to. I just, it was the same four walls, the same freaking screen. And I was just going stir crazy. And I was losing also my, my motivation for being productive. I was getting kind of brain dead. I was losing 
my creativity because I was just, everything was very monotonous. And that can, that can happen a lot when you're working from home. So here are my five, five tips for beating the deadly quiet phase. First one is scheduling and breaks. Because when you're at home, it's really easy to kind of blend it all together where you're, you bought, you made your lunch, but you're going to still sit in front of your screen and go through your emails and type out stuff for other people. You need very specific breaks away from a screen, especially when you're working from home. Most of us are working in front of a screen. Um, you need to have breaks where you get out of, like even out of the house. Like where I know, I know exactly when the mail comes. I usually wait like 30 minutes after it usually comes and go out. Go outside and go to the mail. I make sure I walk the dogs at least once a day, if not twice. Some, a lot of times I, I'll take, do a walk in the morning and I do a dog park uh, late lunchtime. Just because it gets me out of the house. That's very specific breaks. Very specific uh, breaks for meals. If you have kids, whether or not they're in school, um, whether or not they're doing distance learning, you need breaks to check in on them. You need breaks to... Um, you have to go pick them up from school or something else, or you have to take breaks to make sure you can get them to uh, an extracurricular thing. Like, make sure you have those in there, because then also you can schedule in what exactly you do work, make sure you have enough time to do the work you need to do. But also stop stop working and not be kind of like, well, I'm going to kind of watch TV and with my kids around, but I'm still going to do some emails, or I'm still going to work on this report. That doesn't help you at all. Number two, of course, is the with the schedule breaks is getting out of the house. But this is very specific about I always make sure I think like Tuesday, Wednesdays are the days I go grocery shopping. They're a little less busy. But I always make sure I stack everything. For me, it saves money on gas. I can go to the post office, go to the grocery store. If I need to go pick up any extra dog food. If it's not too if I'm not too too busy. And it's not like freezing or really hot out. Like sometimes I'll bring the dogs with me. So they're with me. And then I go to the dog park in between there. That gets me out of the house. You, like you make sure you have your longer times. Whatever your days off are. I don't always have um, both weekend days off. I usually work uh, the Saturday mornings. Just because no one else does everything Saturday mornings. So I just it's quiet for me. And I, I get that work done. But I always make sure... I have a half day during the week. Like you need to make sure you schedule certain specific times. So I'll, I'll go out and I'll go hang out with a friend. Um, make sure you have other things you do. Like I want to go sit at the library. I want to go to the bookstore. Any other errands I feel like doing. If or if you just need a change of scenery, take your laptop and go to a coffee shop. Of course, this is this is post pandemic, which should be hopefully happening by this time or soon. Like, there's all these other places you can go and work. There's other parks you can go sit at. Um, I mean, a lot of my libraries have outdoor seating as well that has the Wi-Fi out there. Um, there's co-working spaces that you can check out, whether you want to pay for it or not. There's usually some free days every once in a while. And that's very helpful. Number three, of course, is moving around. Um, I have a Fitbit that tells me if I haven't walked or moved enough within an hour. I have it set for 250 steps within an hour. And it, can, it gives me the last 10 minutes if I don't. It gives me quick buzz. I get up. Sometimes I just go do some squats. 
I usually maybe run up down the stairs, do the dogs outside, run in the backyard with them. All these different things. Make sure you give yourself a workout. Make sure yourself you get yourself a walk. Get enough steps and get enough movement. Partially is specifically get out of a seating position. Do not sit. Like make sure you like, hell, I don't care if you go down and go do like a 30 second plank and then get up and walk around and go do another 30 second plank. But like get yourself out of a seating position. Get yourself out of the same exact spot. Like whether if you have a specific desk, you work at the kitchen table, you work on a couch. Like don't always stay there. You may just like I'm I start off in the very early mornings. There are days I get up and I am at my desk at 6 a.m. I usually get about two hours of work, but I do it at my desk. Then I get up, get my my usual morning stuff. I get the dogs fed, get them out, take my shower, all that different stuff. Do a light workout. Then I go sit on the couch and get some work done. Then once I get a little bit of work done there, I move around. Whether it is I move to a different room, whether I just kind of get up and just jog in place for five minutes, whatever. Just get up and move because your body needs the movement. Your body needs to have different positions. It's kind of like, I mean, enough of have done this before where you've, you've slept so heavy that you know you didn't move and your body's just achy and it doesn't want, it just kind of feel creaky because you didn't move at all in your sleep and that's not very good. Uh, number four is scheduling meetups and meetings. Whether you work from home full-time Make sure you have certain meetings, not always not always over Zoom. Zoom is awesome when it's supposed to be something quick. But when you have like a big project going on or you have something where you kind of need, you have a lot of moving pieces, sometimes you do need to go in. When you, when you work from home, like going into the office to work and get shit done for half a day is a treat because you have, you know, you're not stuck here. You know, you're not, you're not staying there and everything else. Um, make sure, like, if you need to do, like, a walking meeting with um, a coworker or your boss. If you work part-time from home, like, try to make sure you have all your meetings done. Like, I always say me- get most of those meetings done when you're in the office, but give yourself one or two. Like, if you're, like, three days at home, two days at work kind of thing, give you give yourself one there just so you can get out of the house and not feel so stuck. But other times, for those of us who are there home all the time, I mean, do meetups. There are other groups out there. There, like find other people who work from home. Go to other co-working spaces. Meet up other people. Whether it is you just hang out for a cup of coffee and chat a bit, or just other fellow like graphic designers or freelancers and everything else. Like, if you do enough out there, you will find more of us out there that you can kind of you can hang out kind of just shoot the wind a little bit but still sit together and work together whether it is that you work together or you just do other things together like you make sure you get out of the house and go go have happy hour with some friends go for a hike with some other ones go see your family make sure you go to the, that friend's birthday party like make sure you schedule things things in there so you don't get drawn back into work it's very easy to get drawn back. I'm like, well, I'm just check this thing. Or I got 20 minutes. I can just do that little thing right now. And then I, I won't have to worry about it later. But there's always something else to do. So don't get dragged into it because it's, it's so easy. Uh, number five is kind of the things you can do while you're home. It's figuring out whatever noise you need. Like some of us cannot have complete silence. Whether you have 
like ambient noise in the background. There's a lot of great either apps. I usually use YouTube because it's just, I'm usually on a laptop or a desktop, so it's easier to have open. Um, you can have sound of like a cafe, like a busy cafe in the background, or you can have the library of Hogwarts in the background, just so you have the noise of people, like sounds like people around and stuff like that. Um, sometimes you can have music. I have a lot of concentration music out there that I do. I have on either YouTube or Spotify. Um, I have subliminal subliminal music on where it's got really relaxing music, but it has like a message behind there of like prosperity or relaxation or release energy, release anger, whatever it's like. There's, there are millions of options out there. And it just depends on what you feel like. Honestly, give yourself, like, figure out a playlist of what noise you want in the background. Like, how you have them saved, because you can have them easily saved on all these different things. Like, I have a, I have a subliminal playlist on both Spotify and YouTube. I have background noise. I have concentration music. Um, if I'm, like, writing certain things, I have certain ones where, like, I need, I need more upbeat. Um, I have one for, like, epic music. For if I'm writing like a, a action scene, I have ones that are a little more mellow. I have like there's I have so many different options, but it just having that already saved figures out what whatever mood you have is helpful because then you can start with one and I'm like oh no, this is too it's too mellow, it's too quiet that I'm like I'm I'm falling asleep. And I say okay fine then I'll get this one I'll go I'll, you can go straight to that playlist. Having that figured out and ready helps so much more because then you don't feel quite so alone, quite so isolated. I feel like with the the noise of having very little, because when you're home alone, working alone, it feels a lot more isolated because you can hear all the noise. You can hear the neighbor leaving the car. You can hear your heat turn on. You hear the fan of the heat, like, wow, that's kind of louder than I thought it was. And that's really annoying. Like, all these different things. So having that set up for you really helps with the quiet. Because having too quiet for some people, me included, can be almost deafening in itself and a distraction. Like, I, I just feel like, oh my god, I can hear myself. I can hear my thoughts. I'm annoying myself. Like all these different things. So those are my five tips on working through the deadly silent phase of working from home. Because I always I always feel like everyone should have the option to work from home. I, I, my dream is that more people have that freedom for the option so they can do more stuff at home, sleep better, all these different things that you can do. But then this, this is the way to help work through it because it is a jolt. Especially when I was first doing it, I was, it was hard to keep, to keep a schedule to be productive enough to get stuff done because it's, I'm so used to working. For me, I was, I was working on my feet all the time, which is a very different thing. Well, also now I'm in front of a computer sitting all the time. So these are my great, I find them great. I'll, I'll keep, I'll just say that. they're great. <laughs> great tips for working through the deadly quiet phase. Thanks for listening. Check out CourageousCreativity.co to get all the info on our guests, download any freebies, or to check out my other podcasts.